Hi, welcome to Revenue Marketing Television. I'm your host, Jeff Pedowitz, President and CEO of Pedowitz Group. Today we have Gary Mullen, Vice President of Marketing for Globalscape. Welcome to the show, Gary. Thank you very much. So tell us a little bit uh, about Globalscape and uh, what do you guys do? And Well, Globalscape is a global publicly traded company. Uh, we are in the secure managed file transfer business. We help organizations automate and move data securely, whether it's internal, external, business to business, business to vendor, etc. That's got to be a big business. I know uh, almost every contract we sign today, our customers want us to sign data compliance policies and HIPAA protection and uh, PCI, all that kind of stuff. Well, data is the lifeblood of of most corporate organizations, and they're spending a great deal of money protecting that data, and uh, we help them move it from place to place in a very secure fashion. Well, I, I'd say it's a good business prospects for you guys. So, um, running marketing, I'm sure you've been keeping up on all the, the changes that are happening uh, as marketing continues to evolve. Do you see yourself having to run marketing more like a business today than you did, say, a few years ago? <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't say as I did a few years ago, only because I adopted uh, a number of years ago treating marketing as a critical component of the business. Particularly in the B2B space, marketing has to be a business driver. Um, we are a very metrics-driven organization, and, and at the high level, our marketing group has two uh, overarching metrics that we track. Of course, there are many metrics underneath of that that roll up, but the two top-level metrics are return on investment, um, what are we bringing to the company over and above what we cost the company, and what is our overall impact to sales? And that's probably probably the, the most important of those two metrics that we really track uh, because increasing impact to sales also increases our return on investment. Everything we do has an eye towards one of those two metrics. We track... Uh, you know, a ton of metrics below that from how well a piece of content is doing to how well a content syndication property is is returning quality leads. Um, and we're continuously optimizing uh, across all of those metrics, all to increase our return on investment and our impact to sales. Um, we forecast our business right alongside of sales on a quarterly and a yearly basis. So the sales organization knows exactly what it can uh, expect to get from marketing, from a bookings or revenue perspective. Uh, we know exactly what else we can produce if we get addis additional budget. We know what the negative impact is if budget is cut. So every project, every activity, uh, every program that we do is viewed and approved by its ROI and its impact to sales. That's amazing. So <clears throat> how do you start down a path like that? Because I know a lot of executives, they know they're supposed to be doing that today, but you know, wh what did you do when you first got to the global state? How have you put these things in place? 
when I first started down this track uh, several companies ago, um, I realized very quickly that this wasn't about specific programs or specific technologies. This was about a mindset change that needed to happen within the marketing organization. Um, many marketers, uh, at least by their counterparts in, in a corporate organization, are considered the pins and t-shirts group. You know, if I need a pin for an event or I need a t-shirt for a partner, I go to marketing because that's what they do. Um, I realized that marketing needed to have a seat at the table uh, right alongside of sales in driving the business forward. So we we began a culture change within our group, um, getting everyone to focus on one question. What does this activity do to drive sales? Uh, whether, whether it was our field team, our channel team, our demand gen engine, um, what does it do to drive sales? And if you can get each of the individuals thinking about that in in each of their independent areas, it rolls up into an overall culture change in marketing to where everyone's focused on what did I do for sales today? Uh, then you become a partner with sales, not just uh, uh, a marketing lackey, so to speak, uh, and, and you begin to be a driver in the business. How long did that take you to do? To to change the culture? We began to show significant signs of change within six months. Um, we began to really impact the sales organization within probably nine months uh, based on the programs and the metrics that we were monitoring on a regular basis. Um, within two years, the marketing organization there was responsible for anywhere from 35 to 42 percent of the quarter over quarter sales bogey. Wow, that's amazing. So has your organization changed over the last few years in terms of the skills you look for or how you structured it? Uh, absolutely. Um, as you look at at what marketing does, and I'm specifically referring to B2B marketing now because consumers are in, in a lot of ways a very different type of engine. Um, but in B2B marketing, there are specific uh, strategies and programs that are highly effective in driving impact to sales. Obviously, demand generation uh, and there, there are many uh, aspects to that and programs and, and parts and pieces to a, a digital demand organization that's driving leads and nurturing leads and uh, tracking those leads through deal closure. Field marketing, which, which in my world I consider to be event marketing, um, can be a highly productive uh, lead generation engine, if structured uh, appropriately, uh, and and if geared correctly, can can provide a substantial amount of quality and quantity leads into the demand gen funnel. Channel marketing obviously is incredibly important. Whether you're a hundred percent channel organization or not, uh, channel marketing is all about how you develop 
a partner uh, through the recruitment, the engagement, the enablement process to drive business for the company. And, and of course, many aspects of that. Putting all of those pieces in place um, and continuously optimizing the functionality of those groups and the programs of those groups continues to drive additional and higher impact to the sales organization. Are there certain attributes that you look for when you're making a new hire or if you're recruiting kids out of school that would indicate they're going to be more successful? Um, that's a that's a very good question. If I'm looking for uh, a demand gen person, for instance, um, I want to understand their capability to track and measure what they do in regards to its impact to sales. Uh, a lot of demand gen people think their job is to get a lead in the top of the funnel and then they're done. Um, in, in our world, demand generation starts at the top of the funnel but it ends at customer renewal. Uh, it doesn't even end when the sale is made. We continue the process of communication with the customer, uh, driving upsell, cross-sell, and ultimately driving renewal in a customer-for-life kind of motif. Um, and, and that's what we're looking for in a demand-gen mindset. Now, not everyone has that mindset, but if they have the basics of being able to uh, understand the analytics, the rest we can teach. <laughs> um, and of course, if you're looking for a channel person, the criteria is different and so forth, but, um, looking for mark marketers who understand how to analyze the business and understand their role in driving the business. One of the things that I push in our organization is each person must treat their job not just as if it's a important part of the business, but that the business depends on your success to be successful. And if everyone adopts that kind of mindset or that, that culture, then everyone's going to be wildly successful in their role, which means marketing's wildly successful, which means the business is moving forward as a whole as well. Great advice. So, what about you know, processes? Are there processes that you're working on now that as your company continues to mature in, in marketing? Process improvement is a never-ending job, uh, only because there are always ways to improve your impact to sales. There are always ways to do more for less. Um, how do you get better quality leads at a lower cost per lead uh, based on the properties and the media outlets and uh, the SEO function that you're, you're putting in place? Uh, for instance, we just changed our PPC program to lower our cost per lead by a third but get better quality leads than we were getting before when we were paying three times as much. Um, it's all about continuously analyzing what you do, the metrics behind what you do, and using those numbers as um, data points to, to optimize and change those processes. 
We have a marketing dashboard that we run every month as a management team. We sit down and go through that together um, so that each person can have feedback, not just on their own area, but in other areas as well. Um, we instill uh, empowerment in the organization, but that empowerment comes with accountability, right? We empower you to make the decisions necessary to, to get better at what you do, but there's accountability as to uh, those metrics at the end of every month. Um, and by doing that, uh, it, it's amazing how the teams step up. There's uh, cross-functional interaction that strengthens the team as a whole. Um, and when you get people treating the business as their business, there's no end to what they can do in, in the organization. So we're constantly tweaking what we do based on the metrics that we track on a regular basis. So um, switching gears a little bit to technology. I mean, it sounds like you've already put a lot of investment into your personality process, your strategic approach. What's your MarTech stack look like? I mean, how are you thinking about the role of technology and how it helps you scale? Well, <laughs> it's kind of interesting. Uh, and I've used this analogy a number of times, but many years ago, uh, Hewlett Packard put out a white paper that was entitled, A Fool with a Tool is Still a Fool. Uh, and of course, they were trying to sell their uh, HP OpenView product set. And the whole premise behind it was that they were suggesting that a tool is only as good as the intelligence uh, in it, the intelligence behind it. Um, and and that's that's absolutely true. Technology is a tool that helps you implement strategy. It is not the tool that's going to make you wildly successful because a bad strategy, uh, there's no tool that can fix that. Um, it is critical, however, to have the right technology in place so that you can constantly measure ROI and measure impact to sales. So the data warehouse is critical to keeping our data integrity uh, and keeping data available. That's a big key component at a foundational level of our technology stack. Marketing automation is what allows us to uh, improve our ROI by by automating a lot of marketing processes and outreaches and demand generation, both both for leads and through the channel as well. Um, and it also helps us to continuously optimize by giving us effective reporting on what those metrics look like. And of course, all that goes back to uh, having uh, data integrity coming out of the data warehouse. And then finally, integrating that with CRM allows us to track those top of funnel leads all the way through deal closure and even on into uh, upsell, cross-sell, and renewal. So we can track our impact far beyond just the first sale, um, which is important in our business. Uh, so data integrity, automation, optimization, reporting, and measurements, these are all uh, key takeaways for us from the technology we use. Fantastic. Well, thank you, Gary. I mean, it was very insightful. Uh, I could probably go another 15 minutes with you, at least. <laughs> <laughs> I can talk about marketing all day long. Well, then we should be doing several more of these then. Uh, but thank you very much for being on the show today. I really appreciate your time. My pleasure.